0: Uh, i like big butts and i cannot lie the other ladies can't deny
1: one. welcome to the gaming junkies podcast a podcast about gaming topics and gaming reviews my name is greg and this month's game is scarlet nexus hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the gaming junkies podcast my name is greg aka swiper and joining me today is george and rob how the heck are you guys doing today
2: Uh, hey greg i'm doing i'm doing okay today uh a little bit rough day at work but you know that's life as it is sometimes so ready to talk about some games
0: uh doing great myself too making making headway got some games to talk about it's gonna be a good night
1: hell yes 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 and i'm doing great um so today we are going to talk about a game called scarlet nexus now scarlet nexus is essentially i think available for almost anything uh, I got it for my PS5. I bought it used for like 20-some bucks. Um, what platform did you guys play this game on?
2: Played it on
1: a computer. Um, I played
2: it through Xbox Game Pass, or PC Game Pass, I guess.
0: Uh, I got it for my PS4, and I played it through there.
1: Sweet, sweet. So uh, basically, uh, this game has been out since 2021 of June, so it's not too, too old. I guess it's kind of fairly new Um, and some of the reviews that I was looking at uh, before we started the show was Metacritic gave it like 78% IGN 8 out of 10 Um, so it got pretty good ratings overall Um, so the cool thing about this game is that you can play as two different characters and of course this game is more of an action-based I want to say like more action-based I don't know if there's really we can consider this an rpg i mean there is some some building of your character and things like that but i would say it's more action based um and oh, an action rpg action rpg yeah yeah rpg like that term for me is so like i guess when i played games when i was little it was just so different like i don't know it, it's hard for me to call this an rpg but i guess it technically is an rpg <laughs> so <laughs> Um, So, yes, if you guys are, if anybody listening, if you guys are new to the show, what we typically talk about is the story. We talk about um, character development. Um, We talk about combat and we talk about kind of the world and the level design. So this game is kind of unique in a sense where it's got uh, two characters, two main characters. And in the beginning of the game, you decide on which character you want to play through. Uh, Their names are Yuito and Kasani. Um, So I think, George, you played as Yuito uh, Rob and I both played as Kasani. So, within this game, uh, your characters, in a sense, have a different storyline um, and you, you start with different companions, but overall, you are kind of playing, you kind of have the same goal, even though it kind of intertwines and kind of gets all crazy with the story. But uh, speaking of the story, since uh, Rob and I played Kasani and George, you played Yuito, what did you think of this story? Um did you like it did anything stick out to you um give me your thoughts on that
0: So it took me a little bit to get into Yuito's story uh because it, he starts kind of slow um but after a little bit like I I thought his story was kind of interesting he uh he has a friend something bad happened like he he has a friend him and his friend are part of like the army essentially right and the They train together they both make it in they're so happy they they meet a bunch of other people they get formed up into like different teams right and Mm. at some point like something bad happens to his friend and then bad stuff starts happening to him and like everyone around him and there's just all sorts of crazy things that like end up taking place uh so i i really enjoyed the story Uh, i thought there was a lot of twists and turns Mm. um and yeah, I mean, as far as the story goes, I thought it was really good. Uh, there was just uh, there was a lot of things that I wasn't expecting. And the game always seemed like it was like, well, this bad thing is happening, but this bad thing over here is worse. And then this bad thing <laughs> over here is worse. But don't forget about that first thing, because if you forgot got about that first thing, that first thing actually got really bad. And that second thing was bad, but it also wasn't bad. It was sort of good. And it just, it constantly <laughs> like turned like that. It was, it was
1: kind of wild. <laughs> yeah um i without trying to give spoilers or anything or too many spoilers it's it's one of those things where like if if yuto was anything like kasani our our paths i like how i said are um the paths of these two characters meet and uh like i said i don't want to give too much away but it i felt like the story overall kind of made your your brain like jump a lot and to be honest at the very beginning it was pretty hard to follow um like I was like, wait, what's happening? All right, all right, they're part of this army. Okay, you're kind of fighting for this faction. Uh, okay, like you know, um, and it seems somewhat similar because Kasani had uh, uh somebody that she was close with, uh, that she was pretty obsessed with. I I'd have to say, like, it got kind of creepy obsessive. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it it I think overall, I thought the story um, it held my interest uh it it was one of those things where i it, like i said well i was telling you guys before the game was kind of up and down for me but with the story um it felt like it unraveled more and more as you went on so the more you progress the more you started to understand things started to make a little bit more sense and then it's like like george you were saying you have one part of the story and then it twists goes to another part of the story then it twists again and then you're just like what the fuck like what like, how? What? How is it like it, it was kind of mind boggling. So I would say overall, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Um, now, George, I think you completed the game. I, I was I completed the game as well. Rob, Um, I think you got to a certain point. Right. So tell me tell us what you thought. Yeah, so I will be the odd one out with this one. I
2: did not complete the game. Um I dropped it after about seven, seven and a half hours or so. I think I got like halfway through. Um so the story initially was uh, a bit lacking for me. Um it left but that's just because their the method of storytelling was that they introduced you to a lot of stuff and then later on explained mm-hmm. it and stuff started to make more sense later on. And it's not a bad storytelling method at all. Um, the story necessarily wasn't too too bad, but it wasn't. It didn't grab me and didn't engage me. It uh, for anyone that's completely unaware about what Scarlet Nexus is, it's an anim- It's very anime. Mm-hmm. It's an anime action RPG, and the story is the story is has some definite like anime tropes in it. Um, but I still kind of enjoyed it. Um, as you said, I also played through Kasane's partially through Kasane's storyline. Um and the the twists that I did experience were were nice, but just I don't know, overall it just never grabbed me. So I guess the the story was passable for me. Um just it kind of for me it seemed overall a little I guess generic. I don't know. I don't know what specifically. Just nothing. No nothing that was supposed to be a big reveal thing ever really ever really grabbed me and made me feel like i had to play the
0: game out of curiosity what what like part did you stop playing at like what was the last thing you remember
2: gosh um so the last it's it'd be kind of spoilery it was so it was a it's also tough because I don't know where their stories intersect because it was definitely um it was definitely a point in the game where it was uh it, it was still Kasane focused. It was after uh after Kasane loses somebody. Um and then we started getting into time traveling stuff. Um okay. I think that's like halfway through Kasane's storyline if I recall
0: correctly, like Act 6 or something like that. But yeah, was... all, like, all the crazy stuff happens, like, sort of after that. I, like, I didn't play through Kasanes, but I think Yuito kind of gets to that point, and, like, the two sync up, and that, like, time travel that first travel thing happens. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. yes, people, there are multiple... So, ...in this game. uh, Yeah, but
2: it definitely was, like, I had there was time there was a time travel segment um and there's a boss fight in the time travel segment where you're supposed to do something because kasane feels like she has to do that to prevent uh the world from ending or something like that and after it came back from that time travel segment i was just like "I, i i i've seen i feel like what the game has to offer for me and i'm not i don't want to pursue it any further okay storyline wise that's yeah like i just i don't want to give too much away because at the end of the day even though i didn't find the story very engaging there's a lot of plot within it that if i say stuff it will give things away because that is one good thing that the story did was it it added a lot of stuff as the game went on and there's definitely stuff there to get you engaged just it didn't engage me is all
1: yeah yeah um when it I feel like when it came to the story, I felt like and I, I, I always look up what other people think and reviews and stuff. And I think a lot of people did feel like it could have been it was a little generic. It could have been maybe better or, you know, other things like that. I felt like overall it was um overall it was pretty okay. Um um really honestly what kind of kept me in this game was was the combat. Um, but we'll definitely get to that. Uh, For sure, but yeah, there's a lot of definitely twists and turns, and yes, this game is kind of has time travel, which can be somewhat confusing. But if you kind of like play it through, it 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 does do a pretty good job of explaining it. Um, It just took me a while to really like figure it all out Uh, because there are parts where I was like, "Wait, what the hell's happening?" And then they kind of explain it later. They're just like, "Oh, okay." Um, But yeah, that's basically what it is. So it's not something I feel like you can predict which is kind of a, a good thing in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of Kasani and Yuito, um, I believe both of these members as you're joining up with the, with the, with the army, with the, I'm forgetting what they're called, not SAS. Those are your powers you use. Um, but you're basically joining this platoon, right? And you get members with you and you can essentially borrow their power. So, um, One thing I really liked or what kind of got me to play this game to begin with was I was, like, I'm obsessed with, like, Ghost in the Shell. That was one of my first animes I've ever watched. And the fact that, like, in Ghost in the Shell, like, your brains are kind of somewhat connected so you can, like, talk to each other and, like, your brains can get hacked and things like that. So that really, like, reminded me a bit of what this game kind of had. Like, the communication with your team members through your brain, like, not having to physically talk to them and, like, syncing up with their powers and stuff. Um, essentially your Kasani and Yuito have the power to essentially, what was it, telekinesis to basically mm-hmm. lift things and throw them at people, which works really freaking well. Um, and within this character development, uh, Yuito and Kasani, I think have different members of their platoon that you can utilize. So, um, essentially what you have is you have something called a brain map, which allows it's like basically selecting passes or maybe even extra abilities uh as you level up you get brain points and then you put them on this brain map so that gave you some cool customization because you could go down certain trees so if you liked doing like aerial attacks or if you like to use like some of your uh like some of your crazy powers that made you stronger you can enhance those um we had plugins i think were kind of like uh i guess they're kind of like boosters um, you had weapons that you could put, and you had visual aesthetics um, as well. So overall, for character customization and, like, how you built your character, what did you guys think of it?
2: So for customization and build, I think I think part of the reason why I got turned off from that was, and I get it, um, but each character, um, so Kasane, you had one weapon type. You could use, like... Flying daggers, I think they're called, mm. but essentially daggers. And you can use different types of those daggers. Um, and each person within the game had their own weapon type. And I think I wanted to p- use everyone else's weapon type. Like I wanted to try every all of the other weapon types because like one of them had a chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, somebody had like the, um, they all just had different weapon types. And I wanted to try all of those and I couldn't really do that. Um, so that kind of bummed me out, but I I did like they had a decent amount of customization with your equipment, where you can kind of where your uh, your accessories I'll call them you could you could focus more on uh, general stuff, defense, offense, life kind of stuff like that. So they did give you some nice options to change up your play style with that. So I think that was good. So overall, it was decent. Just I wanted to play with the other weapons, and I can't do you can't do that in this game. Mm-hmm. George, what would you think, man?
0: So, combat was definitely. Can you repeat the question?
1: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I was kind of mixing combat and characters, but you know how you build Yuito. So you know how you had the brain map, you had yep. like his weapon. He's he had the sword, and you could kind of use the his his companions and their powers, um, and also the visual aesthetics. So you could like buy oh, okay. things, and okay. yeah. So I was just asking what you thought of that overall like combination. Of... So
0: i like gritty ninja gaiden type combat uh so i didn't go very far into like the let's make our character have like super big power build right like i wasn't using like the like brain drive and the the brain overdrive thing very Mm -hmm. much i Went into like the combat skill tree, and I was just like, I want five chain attacks, and I want to be able to do the spinny <laughs> thing, and I want to be able to like lift somebody up into the air and do some more attacks. So like by the end of the game, I had like a pretty nice like kind of long combo, and I could like juggle stuff, and it was it was it was real fun. Uh, I there was also a point in the game where I was like, I feel OP, <laughs> like I feel like Things cannot deal damage to me because you get uh, like one of your teammates has something called like sclerosis or something uh-huh. like that yeah. as like an ability and it's just if this is on, you take no damage. It decreases the power faster. But the power regen in that game was pretty is in Scarlet Nexus is pretty fast. So like a dude could be doing like a nuke and you just be like, ah, oh, just throw this on and walk right through it, and then like Turn on something else and like go f them up, uh, so I've always thought I thought that was like really cool, um, and there's a lot of versatility in like the the powers. Like, you can, I I know, you can't change. So like I think the the thing where like you can change weapons that um, Rob was talking about is a weakness in the game but i think that's tried to balance out by the powers which are supposed mm-hmm. to be your your changing weapons right like you only get one you only get a sword or with kasana you get knives but and you can't change them but you can make them do different things you can make it so that you don't take damage you can make it so your sword does fire or electric you can make it so that you're moving at hyperspeed uh what else is there you can make it so you teleport you can mm-hmm. make it so that uh, you can make it so that you can see through like clouds and stuff, right? Like big yeah. foggy areas, uh, you can see invisible enemies. Like you have all these different like powers that like really kind of take shape, and it kind of takes away from like the equipment building, but it puts it into it's like, like less combat to kind of call up the power you need. Uh, and I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like I played a game, uh, Guild Wars Two, and I played a class called Elementalist, and what that class was all about was switch swapping out elements. So you could use like fire, electricity, water, and earth, and depending on the situation, you'd call upon the element. And it's kind of like what you were saying. So Kasani didn't get that. Kasani had electro- uh, electricity. She had um hype the the really fast uh velocity. um she had invisibility which was awesome um and why am i forgetting it wasn't teleportation because that was on your side you had,
0: you had the electric guy
1: yeah the electricity um and uh so for me like swapping powers was oh and you had uh duplication duplication that's oh dude i love duplication yes that was fucking awesome um but now i'm getting into combat but (laughs) i'll back it up and then we'll jump back into combat but um yeah like i i did i did like the brain map i i i kind of focused on what i wanted to do and i kind of felt like after doing what i thought was good there was a whole other side of that tree that i was like oh my god dude that was so much better like being able to weave in two powers at once I didn't get that till like almost end game because I was focusing in on other things, and that was like a game changer for me. I was like, "Holy mm-hmm. crap!" Um, so I, I kind of thought, to be honest with you, I thought the equipment was lacking. I I kind of wish like they had more like weapons or at least like the option to buy them. Like you could buy weapons, but I mean, unless I missed something, but I was only upgrading them every once in a while. Um, I kind of wanted more weapons to buy or. Like, have-
0: for each weapon during each
1: chapter okay so that's basically what i was doing i was basically buying the weapon that gave like the bump to the stats um and i kind of wish they would have had the equipment but i understand kind of what you're saying george And that's good perspective because you're you're using the the powers in in certain situations so you can make that encounter easier on yourself so when it really comes down to equipment it's it it, it's kind of not really there Um, in a sense, it's not as important, uh, maybe into this game as to others, but it's kind of one of those pet peeves of mine. It's just like, Oh dude, like, Whoa, here's what what my character looks like and stuff. And I was reading about this too, like the aesthetic stuff, like originally these artists specifically like designed their clothing to match like their power in a sense. (laughs) So like, I, I don't really know what that means, but one example they gave is the guy with electricity. He uses like gloves like these rubber gloves now you wouldn't know they're rubber unless you read about it like i did but i mean i thought that was kind of cool but like you weren't really changing much of their outfit you're adding like a backpack maybe some cat ears um, maybe a mask or something like that uh so i thought the aesthetics were they're okay but they definitely weren't like a focal point um mm. and yeah they had some so yeah i guess what we can do is just basically jump into combat i mean i know we kind of already did that but each character gets what four companions right and
0: before before we do that though oh, sure. uh yeah maybe i do think something that should be talked about is the 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 way it tells a story right it tells a story in oh uh, yeah kind of the form of like a comic book strip right yes mm-hmm. yes uh and i think that's pretty unique like most games are like oh let me do this like big anime cutscene, and i've got like waterfalls and like some like shits happening over here, and some shits happening over there. This was more like, I don't know. This was more. This was more like a big, like a, like an old fashioned comic book. Mm-hmm. They uh, like something happened, and like people would be like, "Oh, look at this," or "Oh, look at that," and you would uh, you would move
1: about. Um, yeah, they had um, like what you're saying is they had like cutouts, right? So you get a cutout of the image. And then, like, they would physically be speaking in that image of, like, the cutout. And then, like, another cutout would come on top of that. Like, it, it's, um, it's the way they did tell it. So, yeah, they, they had some, um, some uh, cinematics in the game. And I thought they were beautiful. Like, I just I love the way anime is to be, to, in, in general. The way characters are, d- like, drawn out and everything like that. So they had a mix of the cinematics and also, like, that. I don't know what you call it. It is kind of like a comic book kind of thing um it's probably called something i just don't know what it is <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that... and i don't i don't
0: know what it is but it's it was it, it was interesting like i don't know if i played a, a game recently that had that type of style and i when it hit off i was like oh yes. all right what's happening here uh this is this is different i'm not sure i like this but it's definitely different
2: <laughs> yeah it was definitely a, an interesting way to present it i at the at the end of the day, maybe uh to save costs on having everything animated, yeah. but it was it was neat. It was definitely attention grabbing because it's like you guys said, it's not something that we that we see much anymore. At least at least in double A AA or triple A games, I haven't really seen. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really seen games present their story like this. So I think that it was a fresh, a, a nice take. I don't know if I necessarily loved it. Um, but I didn't, it, it didn't put me off. I didn't, I didn't hate it. Like every time a uh, one of the quote unquote comic cutscenes came up, I was, I wasn't like, oh my God, another one. It was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting break to the pace.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a very good point. I didn't even, psh, I, I, that was one of the first things I noticed and I was just like, ah, but it, when you play other games and you like, like when they just have like you standing there and then they have you talking to the npc and you're just like 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 the two entities just talking to each other and it's just like a chat bubble that is so uh that it's that just, just so like immersion breaking whereas this kind of format they did i thought it was better than that um is it my preferred method not necessarily but it wasn't bad i guess
0: it also gives you um like a lot of times in games like people don't animate the faces like as yes. much they're just like talking to each other right And it's yeah. just like something shocking happened and it's just like we made a shock like a shock face and then we kind of move on <laughs> yeah. uh this this actually like each panel i guess i'm gonna call it was designed to like display the action at the time i guess yeah yeah
1: yeah you definitely get the emotion like from the character um for sure um, but yeah, that's that's a very good um that's a good point, man. I'm glad you brought that up because I I didn't even think to bring it up.
0: <laughs> um, I, was, I was thinking I was like,
1: are, we're not gonna talk about this in combat and mm-mm.
0: I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna get a time to come back to it so now's that's the point now's the time.
1: yeah, no, I appreciate that. um so yeah, so combat I feel like was the the biggest strength to this game um there were moments where I felt like, I was playing this game and the combat got me so revved up and then I was kind of going through the story. And um, I guess what I'll, uh, what I'll kind of sneak in here is that when you play this game and you go in between your phases or chapters or whatever you want to call them, you go to a hideout essentially. And in the hideout, you get to communicate with your your companions, your team and there is a little bit of uh team building so when you speak to them they have a story sometimes you go and fight alongside with them you get to learn like their story you get to learn who they are um and this part it was good and bad for me um there were moments where i was just like i don't care because i don't like the character and then there are characters i like so i did care um and you got a you basically, if you went through it and you talked to them, they usually gave you some kind of passive or something that made you even stronger. So it was almost like something you could skip, but if you did, you're, you're kind of missing out on your character building uh, within your own character. Um, but for me, this the combat in this game really sold the game. I would play this game. If they made another version or like an expansion or something to this game, I probably would play it just for the combat. Um i'm very i'm a hard person to get really into story i've always just skipped the story i don't know why that's just how i've always been i'm trying to slow down in games but the combat in this game is just i thought it was incredible with all the things that they kind of give you and the switching of powers and you you'll get into this flow where you'll be fighting like five enemies at once and you'll do like a perfect dodge and just counter them and then something else will be coming from another direction you'll dodge them and then you'll pick up like a train you'll throw the train at like five enemies like it's really cool. And how they incorporate the switching of powers and, and manipulating giant objects, it flows really well. It's like instant, but it gives you like part, like half of a second to like, okay, here, like here you're going, you're doing this. And it doesn't interrupt your combat flow. It gives you like a half a second to think about what you're doing, which is like perfect in my mind. Um, So there's a lot of manipulation of, of things that in the environment that you can do. and, once you get the hang of it, and once you utilize it properly, the combat just feels awesome. Um, so I know I kind of went on a little bit of a tear there, but um, so what did you guys think of the combat overall? i' I'll, uh, I'll let George go first on this one.
0: i mean, i was I was a big fan of the combat because because at some point, i I, I did feel like, wow, I'm like super powerful. But I gotta not fuck it up. Uh, and that was really cool to me. Um, the the perfect dodging and stuff like that took a while for me to get used to. And I don't even know if by the end of the game I was used to it. I just didn't suck at it <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, like every once in a while, I would I would get it where like a something would land appropriately, and I was like, oh oh yeah oh this is great yeah uh, so yeah i mean i i really enjoy the combat and the switching between the elements and all the things you're going to do really kind of spice it up like not every enemy could get taken down with each skill mm-hmm. right like there were yes. some enemies that like couldn't you couldn't fight with uh, a certain ability, and there were other enemies that, like, you needed to teleport to or use hyper velocity to, because they they would defend themselves. Uh, so it was just a lot of like, s-
1: you're uh, like countering. Right you're you're essentially countering enemies. So you had enemies that were super fast. You had to use like hyper velocity to catch them, or you had to go invisible to surprise them, and. Sometimes you right. had enemies that would put a cloud up and you couldn't see, so you had to use, like, clairvoyance to see through the cloud. Sometimes enemies would duplicate, and you had to kill the the right one, because if you killed the image, you yeah. the, the enemy would still live. So each power brought something to the table to help your encounter yeah. go better. Or- it,
0: always, it felt like you had, like, a big bag of tricks right yeah but you had to use the right one it like i don't know if there's so any magic players that listen to the stream but it's like playing a sliver deck right all your slivers do something different they're all not really that powerful by themselves but they all bring you an answer to a specific problem so like if you have a card that says go get this sliver it's basically go into your deck look at these 40 cards pull out the one that is the right answer to your situation <laughs> and call it a day right that's that's what it felt like in a lot of these in a lot of these situ- in a lot of these scenarios yeah Mm -hmm. um so yeah uh i thought i mean i thought the combat was great and i also thought one of the things that was introduced that you know we don't really talk about was there was a lot of side quests yes um, Mm -hmm. and the side quests kind of tried to teach you how to deal with certain things right Mm -hmm. the side quest was like hey do this ability so you learn how to do the ability now you know how to do the ability also here's this like reward right here's this thing yeah um and those weren't like like i feel like other games apply the side quests better right there's there's Mm -hmm. a people that come to you or there's little events that happen in the game where a thing happens uh and and Maybe this didn't do a perfect job of that because you had to go find them, and they were just people like standing in the middle of cities, like, Oh, you didn't have a quest, you know, last chapter, but now you do. Yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, like, I've walked this path like 15 times, and you've never wanted to talk to me before. And now you have like a <laughs> thing that you want me to do. Uh, so, I mean, you just had, you know, also like those sorts of things. Uh, so, like, that was kind of annoying, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, what else? uh and the uh the like the friendship building things where you would go on like side missions and all that type of thing that was neat too, um because there were some of them which were like surprise, it's a boss fight,
1: yes, mhm, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like some of the uh, your... oh, sorry go ahead
0: no that 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 was sort of my my thought like you don't i know that can happen in games sometimes, but it's not super common uh so it was just kind of one of those like, oh, this is cool yeah
1: yeah i hear you um all right rob what, what thoughts man
2: yeah so just uh go off of some of the stuff like the the bond episodes the side portions with the different characters that was an interesting thing where certain bond episodes would you'd come across a boss fight that you might not encounter if you weren't doing the bond episodes um so i thought that was that was a nice touch um Combat overall, so uh, I kind of glossed over, didn't even talk about it much before, with the, um, as you guys mentioned, having the different allies having different abilities that you can bolster your weapon, your attacks with. I thought that that was a nice touch, especially, like you said, Greg, like you're, you have counters for different types of enemies depending on what type of enemy they were. Like, uh, one of the ones that frustrated me the most was the, were the super fast enemies that you had to use your super fast uh, power for the hyperspeed, hypervelocity, mm-hmm. or else they'd be able to get away from any attack you did. Um, so, like, I thought those were nice little touches that they had. Um, kind of forced you to use those powers at the right time, um, because if you didn't use the uh, the SAS power at the right time, you weren't going to be able to kill that enemy, or you'd have a really hard time killing that enemy, because it would take a long time to do normal damage to it. Um, so, in that regard, I enjoyed the combat, but the actual I I don't want to say the actual combat itself so the actual the act of actually attacking enemies I could not get into it I don't know what it was but I spent almost the entire game constantly coming up short trying to attack enemies I never got a handle for Kasane's range Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I just had a horrible time with that I spent more time missing enemies because I did not get close enough to them um and that just, I I know it's a personal thing, but that also left a bad taste in my mouth for the combat. I just had an awful time figuring out how close I needed to be. Um, but the system, itself, the system itself, the customization of the brain map, of the brain tree to uh, a brain map to change how you're going to fight, whether you're going to go something like how George did, just focusing on combos, so going like five, six hit combos, or focusing more on your telekinesis to be able to do weird stuff with that uh being able to activate multiple powers at the same time um i thought that that was a nice touch um so i think the combat for me was really a mixed bag because the game's big focus i definitely say is its combat Mm. it had some really interesting things it did i loved like a paths you can go the different abilities you can use with your teammates and how they synced up to help you take down certain enemies but i just the actual act of hitting an enemy was not fun for me because i spent so much time missing those enemies um so I think, the, I think it
0: was a weird thing i think the other thing we should talk about a little bit here is that the the brain map lets you get some things uh but the friendship um section right lets you mm-hmm. get other things yes so like early in the game you can't get your friendship above like one or two mm-hmm. So like you don't get that many cool things from your friends uh but like later in the game like that duplication powder all of a sudden there's like three yuitos or kasanes on this screen Right. And yeah. while you have the duplication up and they're all throwing knives at things or they're doing like a telekinesis thing and we're all throwing like we're throwing like three buses at, at shit. So like <laughs> that that gets that gets really cool pretty fast. But it takes I don't know, you gotta be like thirty to forty hours in the game before yeah. some of that stuff ends up taking effect. Yeah. Uh, well, so that
1: well that's about, a problem. How about Yuito's, how about Yuito and Kasane's power? I mean, you take everything on the freaking map and you throw it at the person. Like everything. Mm-hmm. yeah it's insane dude like everything everything just comes to you just like everything it's insane yeah
0: well also like when you're dodging other people throwing stuff at you at you right and you just like dodge and the perfect dodge it you could throw it back at them like a baseball It's, it's sweet
2: yeah i definitely think probably the one thing that i will i would never get tired of doing was grabbing an actual like train in the subway and just ramming like eight enemies with it. That was always awesome <laughs> to me. Like the the big ones, not the one not the yes. ones that like really do in the middle of combat, but the ones that, like you can like, okay, I can take this entire train and it's like a special command and you have to like do like you have to hit like your trick your two left and right stick like certain directions or stuff.
1: Oh yes. Things. And yes. then so the would, command and inputs then
2: it, yeah. Yeah. And I think those were probably my favorite parts um but uh but yeah those those were those were always fun i
1: really th- like those i think we're also forgetting well not really forgetting but like each enemy had a shield right so if you broke their shield mm-hmm. then you left them vulnerable to i believe it was like a one-shot mechanic i think if i'm oh, yeah. yeah now they had that, a
0: crush they had a crush counter and it's yeah. a one-shot mechanic on all the weak stuff but not necessarily one one the, shot right on, on the, the hard
1: stuff yeah uh, so I feel like that also like empowered you to feel like amazing because you could just be like you're throwing shit at them. You're doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden you see this like you hear this like noise and then you just hit that L2 button. And you just like whoosh, you just crush the crap out of them in one shot. And it just I feel like some games that do this. I think I played um Stranger. Wait, Paradise. Strangers of Paradise. Whatever that Final Fantasy game is. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. remember. um it, uh, Stranger of Paradise. Stranger yeah. of Paradise. I played a little bit of that. And that also had, like, a finishing mechanic. And, God, does it just feel so good when you're beating up on an enemy and you can just, like, take them and just, like, kill them and just, like, push, they explode. It's just, oh, dude. It felt so good. Um, I felt like another aspect of the game is, like, different thing, like, different objects did different things. So, like, when you're in, like, this ice world, you could literally jump on, like, this giant ice thing and you could like, ride it like a surfboard into enemies and you can just squirt across, like, the whole world and just nail into things and kill stuff like it. It's just kind of crazy what they let you do with these powers. Um, And I think that's kind of what really kept me coming back to the game. Um, Because to be honest, there were moments where I was like, "Ah, I don't really, I don't know if I want to finish it. And then I would just turn it on. I'm like, damn, dude, like this combat, it's just, it's like hooking me. Um, Like it's really hooking me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I felt like overall combat was, was good. Uh it really kept my interest. Um they had a lot of crazy weird mechanics. Like you could bring down a uh uh a, a giant thing from like the ceiling and like as it's twirling, you could guide it to go left or right. You could take control of drones and have them like basically blow up. Um I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean I think we covered a good amount, but I think overall the, the combat was great. Um do you guys have anything else to add? Did I spark any any not anything new? for combat
2: so that actually reminded me of one of the big things that was near where i gate where i stopped um it was i can't remember the name of the mechanic but you kind of went into like an overdrive of sorts
0: brain drive brain drive yes yeah
2: yeah brain drive because you didn't unlock brain drive until like halfway through the game (laughs) brain drive was an interesting thing because when you go into that like it just gives you stuff to throw Mm -hmm. there's so much stuff that just it's like floating beams and stuff like that and i I thought that that was kind of a cool mechanic i don't know how regularly it was used throughout the rest of the game but um i thought that brain drive was interesting
0: was that the one where you go into like the the weird looking world or is that the one that yep yeah i thought brain drive was when you went into like your kind of like Oh, you the... can do stuff without using your meter mode. And then that was called something else that might be
1: There's So there's two modes. There's one mode and we'll describe this so people listening can kind of follow. There's one mode that builds up and it, it automatically kicks like a mask on you and you get more powerful overall. That's just automatic. Uh, the mode you guys are talking about is the mode that it, it also builds up on, on it's like a UI and it builds up as like a snake sort of. And when you get mm-hmm. you get there, you can activate it. And then you have about depending on how high it went up, you have a time frame. And this makes you like super powerful. You can just grab whatever, chuck at the enemy. You're just like this monster machine, basically. Um, but if you stay in it too long, you instantly die. So you have to keep an eye on the timer. So you can kind of utilize this in like if you go if you get to a boss and you're having a hard time with them and you have that meter, you can kick that power on and like really uh kind of do some freaking damage now again i only played normal so like i kind of got through the game without having to do it very much it was more or less i used it when i was getting kind of frustrated and annoyed like oh god i gotta fight these things again like i just fought these things like they're annoying so i'd kick that power on and do some crazy amount of damage um mm-hmm. but yeah brain field brain field was brain, field. One brain that's, okay that's the one. yeah that's a yeah. big one yeah, so that was uh that those were two also interesting mechanics. I'm glad you guys brought that up because that that plays into to fights and, and how you can kind of figure out, like while you're going through the levels, you can be like, well, I think I'm at the boss and I have this ready. So I'm going to save it and use it for the boss. Um, And I'll be honest to activate it. You had to press both joysticks in, at least for the PlayStation five. I freaking did that by mistake so many times be- because <laughs> I have a problem with joysticks and the and pressing on them cuz I like when I play the game I get super intense in games so I press my buttons really hard and that includes my joysticks. So I'll be like there would be like one enemy left and I'm do I'm like maneuvering and all of a sudden she's like oh she gets in her brain I'm like no like no cuz once you beat the enemy with it and you go to another phase it kicks you out of it. So I'm like Man, I just wasted that, dude. I was so pissed. I did that <laughs> so many times. I I can't tell you, dude. I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but okay, cool. So yeah, the combat, like I said, I it's the one thing that really got me going. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about is the world. Um, and like kind of the options it gave. So this game was extremely linear. It wasn't like open world or anything. I I guess it's It's sort of open in the sense where you could revisit other areas and play through them. Um, But I don't know if you guys tried this, but I did. And maybe I did something wrong, but I'm used to playing like RPGs where you go through a world. And then once you're done with it, you can obviously revisit it. And then when you revisit it, usually the enemies scale to your level. So you can uh, sort of get more experience and level up a little bit more. But what I found, and maybe I didn't do it enough, but what I found is when I went to other areas it was just one-shotting stuff. So I don't know if the enemies were really scaling. Um but overall I think there was 15 areas total. There's 12 phases in the game. Um and a lot of times you kind of revisit the areas and it it coincides with the story. Um so what did you guys think of the world overall? And- um Sorry, go ahead. No, okay. I was gonna say, and the levels that you that you kind of were put into, like you know, you kind of put in like a city area, you kind of put into like an icy area. Sometimes you were visiting certain places for the story. So, what did what did you think? So
2: the world itself, I felt was, I felt it, it was, it was a good setting for what they were going for. Um, the I didn't explore, I didn't get to explore a ton, so. I saw through the city. I saw through the, the the subway tunnels and the hideout and stuff like that. And like I guess the, I guess like the outside of the city because where the big story thing happens, like you're going on like this giant highway and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for for the setting of the game itself, where like you're in this like high like this advanced city that has all of this technology going on and stuff, and that's how people operate and see stuff. I think i think this the world was pretty good i kind of enjoyed the fact that it wasn't open world actually i liked that it was essentially Mm. broken up into into segments into into hubs or sections and you can access the map to travel to those places if you wanted to um in my playing i didn't revisit any of the areas um so i didn't like i didn't have any experience with scaling or not scaling enemies but um Overall, the setting and the world itself, I did enjoy it um I thought that it was good i I thought it was cool, especially when you did the time traveling and like a lot of stuff was was pretty messed up yeah. like uh, like i I liked that I liked that change too um just to like i mean obviously I know like time travel into like a broken future is not a rare thing at all, but i thought it was i thought it was cool i liked the uh i liked the visual difference that it gave coming from current time of everything being Put together and advanced, and having all of these like virtual screens and stuff to okay, everything is just complete rubble
0: and ash and busted. So, I liked that. I also liked the world. I there are parts of it where I thought it could have been done better. I didn't mm-hmm. mind it being broken up so much. Uh, my problem was more we have this big, big area and we have all these other parts but the only reason we go back to those parts is for like the side quests, right? Like that or, too, or yeah. like or like n- the friendship type things. Like we never actually went back to any of those areas. Maybe maybe like one, right? Like like maybe like one or two. But we never really went back to places to like go do things. Uh and I kind of like it when games reuse places or reuse maps and change things up a little bit. Like the I do like enemies being kind of on the map and you being able to see them, but I like the enemies being a little smarter, I guess. Yes. Like, they would just kind of, like, stand there. And, yeah, they had, like, a visual field, but you would see them most of the times before their visual field. And, like, it didn't feel scary, right? There was, like, for what it was, we're in this apocalyptic world. We've got these creatures coming down from, like, this, like, field and we can't control the field and we only have like so many people who can fight these things and these things like just wreck everyone else. And they're supposed to be terrifying, but when you're watching them on the map, they just like stand there and they're like (laughs) they're like in the middle of the street just like talking to each other or something. Like they're just they're not doing anything. Uh so it was it was one of those things where I'm like, I should be scared of these things and they're just not intimidating. Uh, like i don't know like i for what it was like these things eat human brains right like i i want to see i know it's i know it's like an anime type game but i want to see a little bit of gore (laughs) i want to see somebody like them hunting down somebody in their car like for their brains i I gotta defend that citizen right like yeah i had a couple of those things uh Mm -hmm. and we really didn't get any anything like that Mm -mm. uh there was like one where like they the monsters got into the city and oh please save my daughter right but like it was just like a casual monster and you like beat it pretty easily and then you're like okay and then it never never happens again right like yeah yeah okay yeah uh the fear in that game in the the, so uh i do have to say they had some areas like the i don't know if you got to the hospital but the hospital Mm -hmm. was scary as shit I I played that at like 2:30 in the morning <laughs> and there's like squeaky freaking like rusty like hospital cart wheels and like shit going on. I'm in the middle of my house and I'm like Bro, someone behind me like this, <laughs> th- 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 there was a couple areas that were really neat. That that area in particular really stuck out to me cuz I was like, oh, oh shit. This <laughs> is like <laughs> this is wild and like I don't know what's happening. Uh, and in those areas, you would not see the the others, right? They wouldn't actually be standing there. They'd spawn. Yeah. Uh, like, you'd walk into a room, and you'd be like, oh, it's a big room with nothing in it. Something's obviously going to happen, right? Yeah, And, right, and yeah. you could generally tell, because it's just kind of like playing enough video games, goes, you know what? i played enough video games to see that uh, that giant empty room with nothing in it. The second I walk in there, the door's going to lock behind me, and <laughs> yes. I'm going to be stuck in a big-ass flight. <laughs> So I, the, it definitely there's definitely some of those areas, uh, and I, as a experienced gamer, I guess I don't mind having some of those not be quite as obvious, right? Yeah, I don't mind going through like a big fight, barely making it out of it, and then like getting thrown into another fight because like. Oh my god! I might actually have to use an item, right? Like a <laughs> potion or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, like uh, this this fight was unexpected, and I have nothing in my sack for unexpected scenarios. Uh huh. Oh, I, I might have made a mistake, <laughs> like like those type of things, right? Yeah. Uh, like I, I I don't mind an RPG kind of doing those type of things, and Scarlet Nexus didn't really take any risks with that so much, like. Before every, like, big encounter, there's, like, a save point. Save point, And yep. there's there's enough of them sprinkled out of there where it's not, like, do I want to go into that room? and Do I have enough gear? Like I, like, I could walk into a fight with, like, 2 HP and be like, okay, I'll just, you know, go over here and get healed up and then go fight something, right? Like, I, I don't know. I wasn't too scared of a lot of the things.
1: No, and, not um,
0: at
2: all. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely made it... Um made it as such even i also what i played was also on normal but like each oh like you had like 2 to 3 like big fights and then a safe point and in between those safe points you had plenty of recovery items um and each safe point also had a shop yep where you could buy recovery items um so they i feel like the combat was like one of the main focuses but they didn't really want to make it unforgiving so on one hand it it was nice but on the other hand yeah they definitely like you said uh, they didn't take any risks with it at all
0: yeah like i mean as a player like i can go in and just say i'm not as a rule using items uh mm-hmm. and that'll make it more difficult like but you got to put those rules kind of on yourself right yeah uh, they didn't i guess they didn't want to kind of do like a, a dark souls type thing where people just get mad and they, they like quit right <laughs> uh Like, there's enough people out there that say, like, Dark Souls is too hard and there needs to be, like, a newbie mode or something like that. Like, it needs to not be, like, as hard as it is. I mean, that's what the game is. Uh, And I particularly like difficult games, so I don't mind being thrown into a mess and being like, well, better survive. Good luck. Uh, And it really, like, there was only maybe, like, three fights in the game where I was, like, I was, like, oh, my God, I'm having difficulty surviving. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, like, the final boss fight. The fight before the final boss fight, and like one of the one of the bosses in the game. When I was still like the like Kasane and Yuito, Yuito do like a practice fight with each other. Yeah, we're uh, in like a training mode. I I think Yuito's supposed to lose that fight, and I played as Yuito because there is a cutscene like for him losing. But I absolutely refused to lose that fight. Uh, that took me like six hours. <laughs> to to win that fight but i like i hadn't at that point in the game i hadn't gotten i hadn't done anything on my brain tree uh yeah. i y- you don't get that much solo combat in the game so like i was kind of relying on uh sclerosis instead of like perfect dodges uh so like when you're in a one on one fight the perfect dodges are like super important <laughs> and like Kasana is like here's a knife also you've been hit by my knife so now take my full like eight hit combo and this spinning knife wheel that deals like 80% of your health bar well, it's like, oh my god
1: you know what's what's funny about that is when i well you play you didn't play normal mode first right you played like the harder I started the harder on mode.
0: i started on hard and i bumped it up to whatever it was after hard
1: yeah so when i encountered that fight i was obviously fighting yuito and i lost the first time but of course you have that save point from before So i'm like f this man i'm not losing right so I went back to my save point and I played it again, and I beat him. So there actually are, which is cool, which I totally forgot about. But if you, I, I saw both cutscenes. I saw the cutscene cut of when I lost, like what they would say to me, and then I saw the cutscene of when I won. So they definitely have. Um, there's not too much of it, but they definitely have like a like, and if or or ha- situations, I guess, where if you do this. This is what happens, or if you if you win, this is what happens. So that was really cool. I was expecting that to happen a lot more in the game, but I don't think it actually does. Yeah, um, it only
0: happens like once or twice. Yeah, uh, I mean, because most enemies you fight, like you lose, and they want to eat your brain. Exactly. So yeah, so you uh, move there's move there's move not move that. that many situations where you can lose a fight and it can be okay. Uh, I think there's like I think there's like two. It's like that one, and there might be one other one. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I, there's three. I don't know. There's there's a boss fight that I thought if I lost it might not be a game over, but I, I, I didn't end up losing it, nor did I want to go back and, and try it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I do have to say this. There were some boss encounters. I felt like as a normal, I felt like they were normal, I guess. Um, I really felt like I after playing through it, I probably should have bumped it up to another level because I felt like I went through the game pretty easily. Um but that last boss fight um I I'm afraid I don't know if I want to say the name, but the last boss fight was awesome. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever watched Dragon Ball Z when you were little, but when you are teleporting and then your enemy is teleporting at the same time, you feel like you're just choo 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 and you're just like clashing and you're hitting each other and you're teleporting away from each other cuz in a sense that this person, and I'm probably – I might be giving it away, but this person kind of has a lot of abilities, so they kind of mimic some of your abilities when you're doing your abilities, and then they have their own set rotation as well of their own abilities. So, like, when I was just teleporting and he they, – they were teleporting, it was like and, like, we are just hitting each other and clashing. I was, I was like, dude, I feel like a Super Saiyan right now, dude. I'm just, like, going so fast. Nobody can see me, and I can't see him, but we're clashing, and we're going all over the place. <laughs> like...
0: Well, so I think, I think that is – one of the things Scarlet Nexus does well, but also does poorly, it takes a long time. Like, I've feel played enough Tales games, like Bando Namkai makes the Tales games too, right? Yeah. And the Tales games, usually by like a third to halfway in the game, you have all of the abilities you're going to have throughout the game, right? Like, you might develop some more things on your, like, skill tree, and you'll get some more, like, things to do here and there, but we're not introducing, like core concepts like late into the game. I feel like Scarlet Nexus was still introducing core concepts to like 50% to 75% through the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the friend like I mentioned earlier how kind of like the friendship thing expands your abilities with like each of your your partners, right? So when you're linked with like the fire girl, like at the very beginning like all she does is light your sword on fire. Mm-hmm. But like as she as you get more like level up in like the friendship tree with her, right? She'll like block a stray hit that comes at you. Or sh- or instead of like your sword being on fire, now you're making like a fire tornado and it does like an AoE. Uh or yes. uh, and there's just like all sorts of like stuff like that, right? Like the duplication goes from like, oh you duplicate one thing to like now there's three of you. Also you're duplicating your projectiles. Uh like all of these things you don't see them until like the last two chapters of the game for yeah. the most part.
1: Yeah. I- uh way too much opens up way too late um that's that's exactly how i felt when i was playing through it it's exactly how i felt
0: yeah so i i that part was a little bit frustrating to me because like I kind of need access to stuff earlier so I can master it before I get to the final boss. Yeah. I don't want to be like on the final boss going like, oh, what, what is this part of my tree do and This thing <laughs> over here. And oh, I just unlocked friendship level five with this thing, but I can only go, on, I can go back to the old areas and fight some like, I can't even fight like old bosses for the most part, right? I can fight like generic enemies. So like, it's not really like a, a thing that I'm going to master there. Like I need some challenge. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, it, the it, pacing was a little bit
1: off. The pay- yeah, I felt like like when they initially gave you Yuito's Yuito's crew and you got like some of the other abilities, I'm like, "What the?" F-? Now I had to press like the the bumper twice or like the the L R2 twice to activate those powers and then and then you got these other powers where you hit like the right bumper, I think on Xbox or like R1 on on uh, PlayStation 5 or whatever um to like get some of these other powers like it it's just it was just weird like i just didn't it just felt too late and i'm like well i'm not going to use these but then i forced myself to learn them and then i was like all right it's this is pretty cool like i got the hang of it um but yeah it would have been better if they would have gave introduced it earlier so you had more time to play around with them and use them for sure in my opinion um and i guess the only way around that right is if you go to your hideout and you like kind of do those missions that they give like at the tv so if you like walk over the tv and you're like i want to go into this practice simulation maybe you could do it there but honestly i did not like that i didn't like what they were like oh you can fight yuito for like the second the third the fourth time and you could fight this enemy. it was just like eh. it's like i don't really want to do that
0: (laughs) i'm usually all for like boss gauntlets and that type of thing but like the the like the timed mode or whatever that was in the tv like i i just didn't i found no also like it was it didn't scale so it was like I, the first time oh. i went in there was like I, didn't I, I don't know okay. i was like level 30 or something and i was fighting like a boss that i had just fought and it was like level 50 and it was just wrecking me like one hit was was nuking me out of existence and i was like why you want to do like a time challenge mode like okay i can grind up to level 100 and wreck this thing sure but like is that is that what this is here for? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I felt like that needed some work, but it was like yeah, a side, it was like a side thing. So, right. Eh.
1: Yeah. I, I felt like overall this game, there were just some things that were like kind of out of place like that. Like you, what you were just saying. And then also when you eventually meet up with Yuito or Kasane de- depending on, and you, you eventually get ev- all the companions like, and you start talking to them like the first word out of your mouth to most of them is like hi and then they're like hi and then you're like you just leveled up to level two and you're like i feel closer with you and it's just like what like we were just enemies like we were just trying to kill each other and now we're like best friends and that kind of like bothered me i'm like you know you go go a little further with this like Maybe instead of just giving me that ability right away, maybe earlier in the game when we're all friends, maybe I like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like they really missed the ball with that. Like, they really just, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm being like way too particular. Um, but I felt like, like I said, this game overall for me was a roller coaster. I had some really highs with it and I had some really lows with it. And I'm just like, why'd they do it like this? I, I, like it could have been better. And then the combat brought me back. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I don't that, know. So that was
0: always that was kind of my the same thing I brought up to you guys when we were talking about it before, right? It it felt like a game that could have been fantastic, mm-hmm. but then it was then it was published as like a B class title.
1: Yes, yeah. And when you said that, I'm like, okay, like that does make sense because there's just certain parts of this game where you felt like maybe they didn't have enough development time, or maybe like they had to just cut some corners. Um, but they, I feel like for the most part, they didn't cut corners with combat. That was good, but they cut some corners in other areas, which could have made this game like much better overall, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree. There were definitely like areas in the game where I was like, man, if you'd put a little more effort into this, right. (laughs) And then there were some, there were some things where I was like, oh, this is, this is fantastic. Right. Like the creepy, the creepy hospital was fantastic. It was super creepy. The like random summer the like the black hole that summons through in the middle of the game like what where the hell that thing come from like that's (laughs) wild uh there's just a whole bunch of like that type of stuff that like it was really neat just needed a little more implementation and also like again like the pacing sometimes felt a little off like one second we're talking about like Hmm, my brothers might be doing something shady and the next second is i need to, i need to die because there's a black hole in the, in this world and it's connected to me somehow Yeah, a little bit of a spoiler yeah literally. uh and then and then oh no we're not <laughs> we're not going to kill me we're going to find some other alternative scenario what alternative scenario do we have we have no idea <laughs> let's go let's go to this third party we've never heard about also uh like the second party that you know we we were, we were at a war between our two cities that's not really that important now like <laughs> I, I don't i don't know
1: it's like we're a traitor one moment we're not a traitor. It, it, like, it's it, it the story is wild and it's it's one of those things i remember rob when we were at work you're just like you look over at me and you're like like yo is this, is the this story going to make sense soon i'm like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you just got you just got you got to go a little further <laughs> into it it makes more sense when you play through it more. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if you said it exactly like that, but you kind of that's I the... mean
2: that was that was basically it. Yeah. I was like I was like <laughs> two or three like two or three sections in, like um chapters in and i had like all of this stuff, like I didn't know like I didn't know what was going on because at that point you didn't really know what the who the antagonist was. Yeah. Yeah. Um you were just kind of and I didn't know like what the even the job of uh the the army the 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 organization that you're in is uh OSF, OSF. Yeah. OSF. OSF. And like I was like what's their point? What are they doing? Like what's what's outside of like protecting? There's something going on but they're not telling us yet. Yeah. And I just and I was just like I don't know what's going on yet. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: I I do say the good the game did a really good job of kind of obfuscating who the final boss was going to be.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like at some point you were like, oh, it's probably this guy or this guy or this guy, but like there's so much shit going on. Like there's like some rogue science going on that's like turning people against each other. There's like. uh, what's the word like a um, intercity war faction system uh, yeah there's like two factions yeah. yep uh, there's just it was just like so much and i, I don't know it was it yeah. was very difficult to be like okay this is going to be the guy i need to worry about or this is going to be the thing that's like causing the end of the world right there's there's like these the the bad guys right the others spawn from like this this like belt i think extinction uh, belt extinction belt mm-hmm. and like you know the extinction belt is a problem right and if this is going to be like a save the world scenario you need to get rid of the extinction belt but also also this and also that and yes. it's just there's so many things going on that you're just like Ugh.
1: yeah it's it's a very i would say complex story um and they do you know the more you play through it the more you know but there was at one point i was like wait what faction am i fighting for and why like (laughs) because there's just so many bad things that happen at least to like you know like you were saying yuto but kasane also goes through some bad things and you're just like yo what side am i on who's good who's bad like you don't know and i think maybe that's what they were going for but it's still confusing um but it does it does wrap it up and it it does like explain it, and you start to kind of discover, you know, oh, okay, it's like oh, okay, oh, okay, like that. That's basically what was going on. Um, and it took a while to do that, essentially. Um, but shoot, so there was some other things I wanted to bring up, and now I forget. I should have wrote them down. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, overall, I I felt like like as a package overall uh the game i felt like was good it could have could have had a little bit more um effort into some of the areas to make it even better um but yeah so i mean i i think i covered a lot of what i wanted to cover here do you guys have anything else that you that you want to bring up that you really liked or you didn't like or anything like that that we didn't cover um
2: not really so much a thing that I liked or didn't like, just a general thing. I don't know how common it is. is. I've When I've heard uh, people in general kind of talk about Scarlet Nexus and they like, okay, I'm going to give you a pitch for the game, I've heard a few people say take dark souls but make it anime and in case anyone didn't get the idea from what us describing it this game is not Mm -mm. really dark souls at all no the the and not just from a difficulty perspective but the combat is completely different from dark souls and uh it's it is it is good um it's i just had personal issues with it so if you're looking for like a nice a so, like a chunky combat system that's like it it has a lot of interactions with it. I'd say definitely give this a shot. Um don't don't think of this as anime dark souls at all. Um cuz you've also got fast paced. Yeah, it's yes. very fast paced. That is that is nice. That's something that I didn't mention that I liked about the game is like you can easily move between areas. There's a lot of space between areas, but you move quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely uh it's definitely good. I definitely do think it's overall a good game. I just I bounced off it completely.
1: So, yeah, there, they're, I'm just remembering now what I wanted to bring up, and I'll ask you guys once, and then we'll finalize this. But did you guys run into the NPC where he basically, they're talking and they're like, hey, there's a show. It's an anime. You can watch it. And if you watch it and you watch episodes, you can find clues from the episodes and then, like, tell me the clue or something, and it, it does something to the game. Did you guys catch that at all in the game
2: i didn't come across it but as we've been talking i've been looking through uh the like the fextra life wiki for this and i found that the musubi codes um i didn't Ah. come
1: across them though okay yeah because i was like oh cool so that that same night i went to like look up youtube or i tried to find the show and they had like the first episode um and then i started watching it but then i fell asleep because i was so tired and i was playing like super (laughs) late um but i was like yo that is a really cool mechanic like anytime a game i it's like perfect for marketing and like hooking people into their product but like i fall for that shit all the time like if you put a game and i'm playing a game and you can somehow externalize it into something else i'm like oh yes please <laughs> so i don't know george did you run into that at all do you remember that
0: uh I had something unlock because I had a tails file saved on my PS4. Oh. Uh which was, uh, so I had like tailsy type things kind of unlock as like special accessories. Um mm-hmm. I do know this is based on an anime. There is an anime called Scarlet Nexus yes. that like they they based the game on. So Other
2: way around the game came first. Oh,
0: the game came first? Okay. Yeah. Uh I think the anime could be decent. I think the anime could actually be pretty good because you could make a, make a pretty decent anime out of the amount of shit going on in this game.
1: <laughs> and the fighting like, too. They have some cool fighting scenes, probably. Oh, I imagine. Yeah,
0: but like you think about like other games, and like sometimes it's like, oh, the the whole point of this game is this, you know, combat between the two cities, right? Yeah. Or the whole point of this game is the combat between these two teams. Uh, or the whole point of this game is uh the combat between these two worlds or the combat between you and the others or uh this third city who's trying to do this other crazy like there's yeah. just so many like avenues. there's so mm-hmm. much nuance or uh, so many avenues you could go with this thing that it's just it's really cool
1: yeah yeah so mm-hmm. i'll have to definitely check that out in the meantime of all the things i need to watch in my life um i'm definitely it's on the list um but yeah sorry george i didn't mean to kind of butt in cut you off i just had to say it because i wanted to talk about it um what Overall, anything else you want to add or say?
0: No, I am. uh, I enjoyed Scarlet Nexus. I thought it was a good game. Uh, I did not think it was an A or a double A title. It felt like a B game Mm -hmm. that if it had more time put into it would have been really good. Instead, it was average
1: yeah yeah and i i gotta be honest i watched a lot of videos of what other people thought of this as they played through you know videos of like reaction videos of after playing it and a lot of people said the same thing they said is an average game but the combat was awesome um and they said that i they kind of agree with everything like essentially we're kind of agreeing with what they're saying and i think it holds true um i did get the game used so i got it for like i think it was like 20 some bucks and i thought that was a pretty fair price for the game would I pay 60 bucks for this game? I mean, it's really hard to say because like, you know, you can't play a game and then be like, Oh, I'm glad I spent 60 bucks. Like I, I don't know if it's worth 60 bucks, but I think if you can get it on sale, in my opinion, I think it's worth getting it. If you need a game to play, that's action-based, action-based combat. Um, What do you guys think? When it comes to price Um, and buying the
2: game. So, I mean, I definitely say like, if, Even though I bounced off the game, I still would say, like value wise, I I think twenty twenty to thirty bucks would be good for this game. Um, Even pushing it, maybe forty bucks. Um, I I paid nothing. I I paid a this. I paid a dollar for three months subscription to the Game Pass for this. (laughs) Like so, I didn't really pay for the game, Um, but. If I had picked it up for twenty bucks, even though I bounced off of it, I wouldn't feel like I wasted the twenty dollars that I spent on it. But I'd say like twenty to thirty dollars value is I'd say it's a pretty solid price for this. the The game is flashy, that's for sure. It's definitely anime flashy, which is nice,
1: yeah
0: yeah. i'm in I'm in the same boat. I think forty is definitely the top end, and I would prefer to pay thirty. Uh, for the game i think it's a 29.99 game i mean it's 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 a 40 dollar game it's not a triple a title but it's not like short sweet and it's over either it's got some yeah. depth to it it's got really good combat it's just it's got some things it needs
1: mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure um all right, cool, man. So I guess we always do the rating. And you know what sucks about rating is because I feel like I always say this. I'm a big MMO guy. So a lot of my experience comes from MMOs. And when I start to play games, like I loved like uh, uh, Kena, Bridge, uh, Bridge of Spirits. I loved that game so much. And it was an indie game. And I just felt like it blew a lot of the games out of the water that I played. Um, so I feel like I've been giving high ratings for a lot of games that maybe I shouldn't. So I'm trying to be honest. If I'm thinking honestly about this game, I'm probably from a scale of ten. I'm thinking between like like probably a six, six and a half. Um, I really like the combat. So the combat makes me want to say seven or eight, but I feel like if it was if I'm looking at everything holistically, it it definitely could be better. But that that's basically where I'm at. So like six point five seven. What do you guys think? Uh George, you can go first on this one.
0: I am high five, low six, somewhere in there. So a, a six is probably good for me. Like there were a lot of things I liked about the game, but there were also things where I was like, this just could have been done better. Yeah. Uh like I I play a lot of Bando Namkai titles, like particularly in the Tales series. And like, I know Bando Namkai does really good with like twists and turns in games. Uh, And it can have really like in-depth story um, with good pacing. This game had a lot going on and it had the possibility for like a really good in-depth story, but the pacing was off and it always felt like the game was jumping the shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be like one, like uh, we've mentioned this a couple times throughout the thing, but it would be like one minute, like you're in this area and this is a problem. And then 30 seconds later, like something else is just the bigger problem. And then, you know, an, an act later, something else is the bigger problem. <laughs> like it was always like, this thing is the problem, then this thing's the problem, then this thing's the problem, then this thing's the problem. <laughs> uh, and that's just... I think that's just poor pacing. Uh, it, and it didn't allow the characters to feel like they were evolving. It made the characters feel like they could never make a decision. Like mm-hmm. or they or they didn't have, have any ground to stand on. Like mm-hmm. they just they just moved from one thing to the next because the game wanted them to, not because the characters wanted to. Like yes. the characters never never felt like they actually stood for anything.
1: I feel like Kasane like perfect example you meet her she's a robot and she loves her sister she loves her sister throughout the game it's like there's this transformation that happens but it it doesn't feel like a natural trans transition or transformation and it just is like oh okay cool you changed like awesome you're no longer this like robot that hates everybody besides your sister like it, it, i don't know it's really hard to describe you just have to play it and you'll just feel it i feel like but anyway sorry <laughs> it's, i didn't mean to cut you off man
0: i mean that's that's pretty much all i had uh i don't remember where i was uh go ahead rob i mean and then george yeah. If you remember
2: yeah so for for me ratings are I, I don't remember if I mentioned this at all before or not, but ratings are always, like, a, a weird thing for me um just because it's extremely suge- subjective and it's hard to put a number on stuff. And, and, like, Greg, like, if... I mean, if you like a game enough, like, you want to give it an 8, go for it. It doesn't really matter. Um, but that's why it's also difficult. But mm-hmm. for me, like even though i bounced off the game um i do think the combat can be really is really nice and there's a lot of a lot to it um to enjoy um so uh, just as a personal thing just because i bounced off of it i have to give it like i can't give it anything higher than a five um i'd i'd say a five um just because i like the combat and i wanted to enjoy the combat more um but character the characters uh i did not i i didn't get invested in any of the characters um kasane like you were saying greg like she's very robotic very like the first like at least the first half of the game she didn't do anything but care about her sister mm. and and pushed everyone else away yeah. <laughs> yes um and like and her being the main person i was playing as like me seeing her Interactions the most. I was just like, I, I don't care about you. I don't care about this one-sidedness. I want to see other stuff. And so overall, I'd say like a five. But if, if for me as a to recommend it, like if you want some nice, nice, quick, good combat, like it's definitely worth picking up and checking out.
0: I actually feel like you would have liked Yuito. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe his storyline, but you would have liked Yuito more than Kasane Mm because Yuito's not as robotic, and he's definitely about the people that are around him. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And Kasane just she she's built to be robotic that opens up, and that does not... I, I don't think that leads to a great first impression or playthrough. Like, mm-hmm. when you're thinking about characters that are robotic, that are main characters, you think about like someone like Samus, right? You, you don't want the Samus to be interacting with people. You want Samus on a lone planet, and you want her blowing stuff up. And that's sort of what you want Kasane doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's like a war machine, essentially. Yeah. Like, but no instead motion. you've got her.
0: <laughs> but instead you've got her like trying to like interact with all of these like different people, and it's like, that's not why. it's not why. Like character like this that's not what you do with a character like this so you don't make them the main character you make them the secondary character right and the main character gets them to open up
1: yes mm-hmm. yeah i i can agree with that that's much that's a much more like fluid or uh if kind of you go, story.
0: if you go through yuito's campaign first that happens if you go through kasane's campaign first it's just kind of like this
1: is chick <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. well hey i, I mean i thought I, overall i think it's pretty cool we, we have some different perspectives so i hope that offered a lot to everybody that's listening um so yeah so you can find us on youtube you can find us on anchor which is spotify you can find us on google you can find us on apple so um and uh youtube will have videos i think anchor now is doing videos so i'm uploading our videos there so you can catch some uh, game action and things like that um but other than that i I think I think we're all set, man. I think we're good. Uh do you guys have anything you want to announce uh or say before we head out?
2: Uh nothing right now, honestly. Yeah, I think I think I'm good personally. Nothing no big announcements for me, nothing gaming wise going on really.
0: Uh I don't know. I have uh a block game that I have been playing uh <laughs> called Pathology that people should check out. Um it's free to play it's www.pathology.com uh i think it is super interesting and really neat uh it's definitely a very difficult puzzle game okay uh,
1: i was going to say what the hell is this and i think you brought this up before but i'm forgetting but now i'm sort of remembering so briefly yeah. what what the heck is it
0: so it's a you know move from point a to point b game uh you need to you are a block i guess a a movable piece (laughs) and you need to get to the exit and the there's a like a campaign and there's a whole bunch of like different worlds um Mm -hmm. but a lot of the game is made by users um so there's a lot of like user input into the game it's not like there's a there's a team behind it but it's really just one person maybe two people now um and it's been around for a like a long time but it's never it's not that it's never picked up steam but it's never been like advertised yeah um so the the game is, they're, they're trying to figure out how to get it on an app store now and whatnot. Um, and it's been a long time coming. I, I feel like the game is, is really good. It's got a lot of quality. Uh, if you like puzzle games, it's got a lot of quality input. Like, it goes from like, hey, move one step to the left and get to the exit to like, here's this giant board with a whole bunch of crap in your way and good luck even figuring out what to do. Uh huh it's 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 real neat
1: interesting all right shoot man well maybe i'll try I'll, it out yeah
0: i'll i'll drop the link in uh in our chat and if anybody's interested you know feel free and we can we can put it up somewhere yeah
1: put in put in put in our discord or whatever and then i'll throw it up on the comments section so if people are reading or the summary section and then they could just take the link right there yep cool man mm-hmm.
0: awesome yeah if, if you if you like puzzlers i would say this is my favorite puzzler of all time uh and it is free to play
1: that is always nice. I do love free-to-play. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, shoot. Well, thanks, guys, for joining, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, and, hey, if you are listening on YouTube or anything else, please comment or like or do all that good stuff. Alright, well, thank you guys for joining, and I appreciate it. See you guys.
0: See y'all later.